Back to another episode of 34 to Glory. I'm your host, Tyler Flesh, joined by my father and co-host Brian Flesh. Hey there. All right, we're going to do a end of the season wrap-up show. Uh, we are a little late. A lot of things happened. Super Bowl's over. So let's get into it. Um, actually, we have a caller that we need to call back. We're taking live calls as we speak, so let's get into that and give Matt a call back and See his thoughts and opinions. So we're calling Matt now, and uh, we'll just wait a second and get a hold of him. Hello? Hey, what's up? We're giving you a call back, man. You're on the pod. Nice. We just started, so you haven't missed anything. So nothing's happened. Right. Um um you want yeah i i'm i don't just, I, I was looking at you and you weren't looking at me so we're uh, off to a fast start we're a little rusty yeah we're a little rusty at this time of year um matt what are you uh well, what are your thoughts on the end of the season well i mean we could have been better it could have been better yeah does it yeah. uh what do you think now um that this has happened we have not been on since the playoffs. Um, during the playoffs, Deshaun Watson goes in with Houston, who I personally don't think Houston's a good team. He goes in with Houston, Houston, and then beats the Buffalo Bills. And then right after that, um, excuse me, after that, um, Mahomes ends up winning the Super Bowl. We could have had both those people. How do you feel about that? I think I think some people are really bad at making decisions, and uh, yeah, it's. I'm happy for Patrick Mahomes for winning the Super Bowl. I'm really happy for him. That's that's great for him. But at the same time, man, we that's a guy we could have had. So it's like I'm happy for him, but at the same time, I'm so frustrated because you know we could have had this guy. Yeah, yeah. It's, I I think most Bear fans are are thinking the same thing, Matt. They see these two quarterbacks and they're like oh once again we as bear fans are taking a beating in terms of who we pick as quarterback and we get our hopes up so high and then down it goes yeah yeah it's just it's so frustrating and and not only that from what from what i've been told you know trubisky will be starting the next season too which which is driving me crazy. It's like how how do they not see that he's not the answer? Well, here's the th- yeah, that's a really good point, Matt. And and here's what I wonder too. Okay, when Ryan Pace put all his chips on the table playing poker and said, "I'm behind this guy 100 percent," I'm beginning to wonder how much of this is simply, you know, Ryan Pace went all in on his guy and he's got to hitch his wagon to him. And uh, do we really think he's going to be the guy that Pace is going to... I mean, Pace is going to have to go with him, right? Is there any other alternative? I mean, Uh, There's plenty. I mean, I don't... Wait, hold on. I'm sorry to cut you off. There's plenty of alternatives. Will will Pace, though, go for any of them? No, but you can't sit here and say 
You you posed it like there's no alternatives and we're just stuck with Trubisky. As fans, we are. But if we were management, we wouldn't be because there are other people out there. Marcus Mariota is not getting re-signed. I don't know why we don't take a flyer on him. So I think that's the question then. Do we do we get a veteran quarterback in there to, as a backup? You know, or to push and Trubisky. You know, uh, and you know, didn't Cam Newton say that he was interested in coming to the Bears? He did. He did, but that has all fallen apart because, as you know, they have a new coach now, and he is 100% committed to being back on the field. So that dream is dead and gone, unfortunately. Yeah, well, yeah a lot of people disagreed with me about having Cam Newton on, on the Bears, but it's like you got to keep in mind he did make it to the Super Bowl. And, you know, with the right kind of push, he could have he could have been a great you know, addition to the team, but you like you said, that's dead. Well, and we also don't have, we just don't have personnel in place right now. Uh, we are an offensive disaster, and I mean, it just it's bad. Um, to pose the question though to you, Matt, how do you feel? And we haven't even talked about it ourselves yet, but we did do one positive move in this offseason, and that was locking down and re-signing Eddie Jackson to a very lucrative deal. That's good. That is good. He he is quintessential to the team at this point. Yeah, I agree. Right. That is good that he's here. I was yeah. also afraid we weren't going to be able to afford him. I was afraid Pace was going to pace it. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're... Listen, we're... <sighs> That's the only positive. I don't know, Dad. Do you have any positives out of this this season? That and by positives, like I said, we haven't been on in a while, and you know nothing's really happened. Um, do you have any other positives? That's that's really the only one I can think of is is the signing of Eddie Jackson in in terms of uh, that particular piece. Well, okay, so I have a question too for Matt. Well, go ahead, Matt, with your you go first with what you were going to say. And I remember being sent this article about, you know, somebody actually breaking down the numbers of Ryan Pace. You know, just how many how many good picks he's had and how many bad picks. And um, while he has had a number of good picks, you know, he's had far more bad picks. Yeah, he really knows numbers like that. Numbers like that say to me there needs to be a change. You know, this guy. While he has made some good decisions, he's made a lot of bad decisions, too. So unless he really gets with it and starts picking out good decisions more than ever, he's got to go or something's got to be done. We also um, we also picked up or we put out an article. Uh, did you get a chance to read that? We put it all on our social medias about basically breaking down Ryan pace as a GM with actual numbers that they did a way better job than we have, but they basically broke down what we have been harping on this whole time. Did you get a chance to read that article? I did. I did. That's the article I read. Oh, that's the one you were referring to. Okay. Sorry about that. Um, yep. Yeah, you're good. You're real good. quick question. How do you feel about the off season moves we made by firing literally our whole coaching staff, and I'm posing this question to you too, Dad. Matt, you can go first, of course. Um, how do you guys feel about we literally, the blame, it felt like, hey, we suck, someone has to go. And then the people that we brought in 
some of which weren't even in football and came from Jacksonville. Uh, we got an offensive, our new offensive coordinator was, coordinator was out of the league and literally now he's in Jackson. He was out of the league and now he was back, but before that he was in Jacksonville. So what do you make, Matt, of all this hoopla of players? Like, our, I mean, coaching staff coming in and out. It's just, it's really frustrating. I mean, I understand that, you know, with some people, it can take a few seasons for them to really get in gear, but it seems like, but like you said, if they keep coming in and out, they're not getting a chance to find their rhythm and get in their groove. And I think that's part of what's hurting the team. You know, they're not getting a chance to get their feet wet. Now, if they're sincerely doing a bad job from day one, then yeah, they got to go. But still, it's like, it's like the fact that we keep going through all this shit, like nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to happen. Yeah, it's frustrating. You know, it's it's crazy. It is. It's it, it's extremely frustrating. You know, I don't know if this is the time to talk about that Wait, article no, hold a little on, bit hold, more, but go uh, ahead. We, we'll get into it, but I want to okay. know your opinion because we haven't talked yet. What do you think of the coaching? Uh, I pose the same question I, to I, you. I think it's an act of desperation. I think that they weren't willing to... Um, you know, once again, you don't want to put the, they're not willing to put the blame on Nagy. They're not willing to put the blame on pace. Someone's got to go. You can't go from a 12 and four year to the year we just have. And and with extreme regression, with extreme regression, with especially, I mean, if you look at, look at it statistically, Trubisky had one of the worst seasons in regressing regressing from the last season to this season of any quarterback in the NFL. I mean, it's just not Bears fans being unhappy with losses. It's this guy is that bad. Yeah. Yeah. And and not to mention the fact that at the beginning of the season, he was the very last quarterback in the NFL to get a touchdown pass. It took him, what, two or three games to finally get one? Yeah. It was bad. It, it was pathetic. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just showed the our, our team is anemic. I mean, you know, they they would about need to put us on our offense on life support. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's so and I feel so bad for the defense. This defense, which is so gifted, having to having to carry the whole team every game, you know? Yeah, you you can't be out there on defense for such a long period of time without being absolutely exhausted. Even if you're a, uh, in supreme shape as an NFL player, you're going to be tired if you're spending that many minutes out on the field. That's all there is to it. And, and most good defenses, you know, they're going, they're going three and out. Um, and, and yet, you know, our offense typically goes three and out which puts the defense in a, in such a bad position. So, Matt, I got a I got a question for you. We all know that our problems with our quarterback position. Other than the quarterback position on offense, I want to know what you think our biggest offensive needs are. Well, I mean, for one thing, we need a we need another quarterback. I mean, that's obvious. And um I think there's just there's just a lot like there's a lot that I can name, but you know, basically everything on offense. I mean, we had, we had some decent players on there like Montgomery. I do like Montgomery, but he still has some work to do, but you know, he can't hold a candle to Jordan Howard. 
RIP Jordan Howard. We miss you. We need you back. But, but yeah, offense just needs work on everything, everything, especially mainly needing a new quarterback. Like Trubisky is not the answer. I don't know how, you know, they don't see it, but Trubisky is not the answer. Even some of the biggest Trubisky pacifists that I know out there are jumping ship and they're like, yeah, this guy is not the answer. When it comes down to it, uh, also we lost, uh, we didn't mention this at the top, we lost Kyle Long. He's done. He retired. Uh, we're going to need to bolster that offensive line. And uh, listen, I've said this before, Matt. I don't understand. In a league that is so driven by the quarterback, why we give him absolute shit as a backup all the time as a team, I don't understand. I personally... I am, the reason I'm high on Mariota is because he's young, he's still mobile, he has legs. There, there's still undeveloped talent there. With Chase Daniel, we already know what we have. Okay, we already know that there's an old ship in a bottle in the back of the cabinet that needs dusted off. We know what it is. We don't know what Mariota could be. So my question to you is, do we go do you want an old veteran? Wiley veteran, or would you rather take a chance on someone, an up-and-comer, to back up Trubisky? Honestly, honestly, I would rather take a chance, take a chance on an up-and-comer, because you don't know what they're capable of. Because you know it's a risky move, yeah. But even with Chase Daniel, it'd be risky as well, because he's while he is better than Trubisky, he's not better by much. But with Mariota, on the other hand, we could we could definitely whip him into shape, and he could he could give us something that this Chicago Bears team has never seen before. So I'd say, why not? Let's give him a chance. And also, you saw that happen in Tennessee. Mike Vrabel brought in Tannehill. Tannehill let him. Now, granted, Derrick Henry did all the work, but that's still the competition you kind of want to see from your team, and we don't have that right now. No. I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I was extremely disappointed in the tight ends this year. I mean, we were just almost invisible. We ended the year with something like 425 yards and 46 total catches over the entire year. I mean, our, our tight ends are practically invisible in an offense that is really kind of an Andy Reid tight end first deep our offense. I, I just can't believe. Um, how bad that has gotten. What do you guys think? Honestly, though, I don't even think we can consider ourselves an Andy Reid offense because the only thing we have in common with Andy Reid is that Nagy came from Andy Reid because there's nothing in the blueprint. We don't go for it on fourth down. We're not aggressive. We rely heavily on our defense, and no one has the fucking balls to come out and just say, hey, we suck. We don't have a quarterback. Instead, our great organization relies on the fact of being stubborn and aggressive. Like, they are more aggressive in their thought pattern than they are in the actual play calling abilities, than, the, the, than actually getting calls. What They're so stubborn. It's just so annoying. So, you, Matt, your thoughts, because I just kind of went off on a tangent right there. No, no, I agree. I agree. And, you know, yeah, just, I agree with you on there. Like, you know, they just, it's like, yeah, we could, we could have the other opportunities. Yeah, we could sign some other players. Yeah, we could do this. But no, we're sticking with Trubisky because we're comfortable with it. 
It's like, way. It's like, you know who that kind of reminds me of? It reminds me of Rex Ryan. Reminds me of Rex Ryan. He's sticking with Mark Sanchez because, oh, yeah, I could put in Tim Tebow, but I'm more comfortable with Sanchez. So, yeah, see ya. In Rex Ryan's defense, though, too, they did get to two AFC championships, and we can't even get the hell out of the wild card. And now we can't even get a, we can't even get third place in our own division. Like it's, I guess my next question, Matt, is when do you think Phillips, our president, comes in and cans pace? Because to me, in my opinion, it has to be soon, and I don't think it's going to be this year. But man, should it be at the end of next season? I think, I hope he will, but I'm not holding my breath. Even, I am not holding my breath. What do you think it would have to take, in your opinion, for Pace to go? It would have to take, um, it would, we would have to have five, win, five wins or less in a season for them to finally be like, okay, enough is enough, we got to get rid of this guy. Like, it would have to be a tremendously bad, bad season for for yeah. them to be like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we need to clean house. What do you think? I, I, I think if we have a losing season next year, he's got to go. Define losing. Is eight and eight losing? Yes, yes. Eight okay. and eight is a losing season with the talent we have on defense. Fair enough, Matt. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to agree. Eight and eight or worse. It's it. It has to happen. Like they have to see it. And I think they may or may not have an idea. They may, like, they have an idea that pace is bad, but they just don't want to address it. Right. Um, like they, yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Uh, what are your expectations for next season, Matt? Well, I do, as much as I talk shit about Trubisky, I do want him to get better. I want him to prove me wrong. Like, I want this whole team to prove me wrong, and I want them to exceed. You know, I'm not personally counting on it, but I do want them to prove me wrong. So, I offense needs to get better. You know, defense, you know, they're still doing great, but even they have off days, so they improve. And I want them to see Ryan Pace for who he truly is and Matt Nagy, that he, that he trusts his players a little better. So, just everything needs a little bit of improvement. And some need more than others especially offense. Does it worry you if he does do mediocre to uh, decent, that's Trubisky who I'm referencing, that then it gives them more time and we're just stuck in that purgatory, which we've talked to Curtis before about, I believe that we're in. Do you feel like that could be a factor if Trubisky does, in fact, improve on next year, which, I mean, Jesus, what... It's not hard to improve on shit. So, what do you think? Yeah, that that's something I'm scared of too. It's like, yeah, he'll have one good, he'll have one really good game next season. They'll be like, "Yep, he's our answer. He's staying." That's that's something I'm I'm afraid of. Yeah, Matt, I've got a question for you. This is my perspective. I want to hear yours. I really felt that the run game was just pathetic this year it we we rarely when we got ahead we rarely could trust in the run game in terms of running the clock out um do you think do you think that was uh, the issue with montgomery just isn't the guy do you think it's the offensive line 
but but clearly we couldn't consistently run the ball on anyone this year. What are your thoughts going into next year? What do, what do we need to improve in in terms of that run game? Well, if you're going to run the ball, it's like run smart. You know, Montgomery was certainly trying, and I give him props for trying, but at the same time, he, he's got a lot to learn. You know, because I don't think, I think that's something Trubisky is too comfortable with is running the ball instead of actually throwing it. And that's something he's just got to, he's got to work on. You know, there's a lot he's got to work on, but that's, that's just one of the main things he's got to work on, you know? So you think maybe Montgomery just um, needs some, some more experience primarily in, in terms of the run game? Yeah, he does. You know, and I'm not trying to knock him. I do like him, but he does need to he does need to work it a little bit. He needs to improve it. I'm not going to try to compare him to Jordan Howard because that'd just be impossible. But still, yeah, uh, another another name of a very good player that we gave away. Yeah, that should have been that should have been the end right there. That should have been enough to get rid of Pace. And I've been saying it too forever. You don't take a rookie and think he's going to do something in a league. He's never even taken a snap in. You have a proven pro bowler in Jordan Howard. That's who you keep. You don't shit the bed and get rid of him. You can have both. He could have had Langford. He could have had, I almost said Jeremy Langford. He could have had Montgomery and Howard. Instead, he doesn't think that fits. Do do either one of you guys put any of the blame on the run game on the offensive line this last year? Does any of it go to the offensive line, or do you think it's primarily a Montgomery um, needing more experience? I'm just uh, curious. No, I I uh, no, I don't give it on the offensive line. When you have a quarterback who can't produce, how are you supposed to run the ball? You tee off. We we saw it in the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm just going to go here for a second. Um, look, everyone talks about running backs don't really matter, but it, everyone is overreacts to the now. Derrick Henry literally carried the, the Titans on his shoulders, okay? Everyone keeps saying, oh, well, Mahomes won with two defensive or two running backs who at the time, right, he at the time were are only paid right now like a million dollars a piece. Okay, everyone's like, well, you don't need, really need running backs. Running backs really aren't that valuable. I disagree. Here's why I disagree. When you have a talent like Patrick Mahomes in the backfield, they're more worried about that pass. They're not as worried about the run. If you can combine a great running back with a great uh, quarterback. You're going to have a great comparison. You're telling me right now Derrick Henry would not be good on the Chiefs? Because I would disagree. I would disagree. He The, the man's a monster. I, I just... Where I'm going with all this is when you have a quarterback who's not capable of even throwing a ball, we've heard it all season by op- opposing teams saying, if we can keep him in the pocket... That's all we need to do. Make him play quarterback. He can't beat us. So it's really hard to develop a run game when people are like, well, here comes a run. And for the simple fact also, Dad, and you know this too from experience because you were calling all the games, that we we were unbelievably 
predictable on plays. Oh yeah. There, so there, there's no doubt about that. That that that's kind of my rant on running backs and Mahomes is just too damn good, okay? So they're gonna have to defend Mahomes. That's why the running backs did what they did. But you're telling me right now, if the, look at the 49ers. They had a great run game. Yes, those guys aren't getting paid great. But, I mean, think about you throwing Ezekiel Elliott into that system. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. No, I, I think you brought up a good point. I mean, it's hard to have a running game when people do not trust that your quarterback can throw the ball. They stack the box. It makes it difficult when the box is stacked. For um, and they, and they know they know that we don't throw the long ball, guys. Did we have even four passes over twenty yards this year? I, I'm serious. I'm that's a serious question. I don't know if we had four passes over twenty yards for the entire now that you year. Mention it. Now that you mention it, I can probably count on one hand how many passes like that I've seen this season. Yeah, it, it like. It, it, it was hardly there, right, Matt? I mean, it, it, you just, I mean, when that happened in a game, you were like shocked, right? At least I was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. like that's something, you, you never see that. You never see that from, from this offense. It's like, you know, they're playing it too safe. It's like, okay, you know, they're pl- too, playing too safe. In fact, they're so safe. I look at Matt Nagy, I'm like, John Fox, is that you? Like, it's too safe. Take some risks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And, I mean, and going back to the 49ers, like you mentioned, um, you know, they played a great game, but that's one thing that kind of depresses me a little bit. I would have liked to see Robbie Gold get a ring, but, you know, it's just me. No, I hear you. I mean, yeah. he's lost twice now. Lost in 06, and now lost this year in 19. Yeah. So, you know. But, but you know, at least he made it twice, though. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. I, man, I'll tell you, I just, I don't know. I, I, oh, this season was hard. Uh, what, what would you like to see, Matt? Like, would you like to see, uh, I mean, and I'm not just talking about fantasy. Obviously, we would have loved to, you know, go back in time and draft Mahomes. Um, but I'm saying, do you have a, is there a predictable target out there, maybe a free agent that you would like us to see? at least to attempt to acquire and not just sit on her ass? Well, well, I'm sort of fond towards Al Bundy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I like don't, that. but, um, I don't know. There's probably somebody out there that we don't even know that, that could be a potential uh, savior to this team. So the way I see it right now, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna sit back and just, and just observe, you okay, know. Fair enough. What about you, Dad? Is there any one free agent or anything that you would like to see us? You know, I I really don't have a free agent that that's kind of right at the tip of my tongue right now. Honestly, I don't. Okay. Uh, I like I said, I'm harping the Mariota. I'm on the train. I I why not? Chase Daniels got to go though, right? Are we all in agreement? Oh, Chase Daniels must go. Matt? Yeah. Yeah, I, I want him to go, but at the same time, I don't. Just simply just because he's better than Trubisky, but not by much. We're talking, we're talking microscopic bits here. Yeah, I I hear you, man. I hear you. I, I, 
I don't know. I think I gotta. I, I gotta say though, I want him gone. He's just too old. He's been in the league long enough. If he doesn't retire, we'll just go sign some other old ass. Um, we know our GM can't draft a quarterback. I fear we are in a giant, giant rebuilding phase, and no one knows it. What do you think? Oh yeah. I I think we're just. Oh, not... I... Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I think we are. I think we as fans know it, but uh, but the head cheeses of the Bears do not. I think that's true, and you know we're calling it a rebuilding phase, and I think they're they they're going to frame it as they're just tweaking a system that's already in place. Uh, right. But boy, that that's one right. heck of a tweak. Yeah. yeah. I really don't. Yeah. I really don't know. Yeah, but- We'll see what happens. We'll see what? where everything Yeah, goes. anything can happen, really. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Got caught up in a cough. You're good. You're good. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest or talk about before we let you go? Uh, fuck the Packers. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Matt. Well, All right. we'll let you go with that being said. And uh, thanks for calling in. And we'll be back next season. Uh Unless, I'll be there. And also, uh, just to let people know, um, if something happens, it will happen. We'll be on if something comes up. But uh, we're not big on the draft, so it just it's right. hard to say. You know, we we don't have a first round pick. If we had a top prospect, maybe. But again, it's too hard to tell. You never know in this world. Yeah, just way too much speculation for us at this point in time. We don't want to waste our breath. All right, Matt. Well, thanks for calling and contributing and being a part of the show this year. We really appreciate it, man. Likewise, buddy. Hey, not a not a problem. Thanks for letting me be on the show. All right, we'll Anytime. talk to you later. All right, later, man. See ya. See ya. All right, so back to um. Hold on, the dogs on the. Come on, Marshall. Come on, good boy. Nope, nope, no, 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 Mark. And we just had a doggy ear. God dang, bud. He's a bulldog, so he just runs through shit. <laughs> All right. Um, you want to hit more on the uh, Ryan Pace article? I do. I do. For those who haven't seen the article, basically it describes two very important things that we've been talking about the whole year. One, um, I don't have the gentleman's name who wrote this article, Um, but he did such a good job. The first thing he talked about was when you begin to compare Ryan Pace with other GMs that have had high-value drafts. Now, what they mean by high-value is that you're taking a lot of first-round, second-round draft picks. So when they compared Ryan Pace to other GMs who were taking very high-value kind of draft picks— He ended up in the bottom third in terms of all other GMs. That means when Ryan Pace has a high draft pick, he will two-thirds of the times miss on that pick. Think of that. Two-thirds of the time miss on that pick. That is incredibly bad, folks. That is, you know, most people could take a dart and hit a better set of draft picks. The other thing that this particular article looked at, and we do have this article posted, um, if you want to see that, 
is it looked at the number of picks in which Ryan Pace picked either the first or second best position in in a position. So, for example, you draft tight end, and did you pick up one the, either the top tight end in that draft class or the second tight end in that draft class? Once again, Ryan Pace finished terribly in that regard that in terms when he's picking a position, he was still, once again, at the bottom of all other GMs picking that kind of position. So what does that tell us? I think it sends a pretty clear message that at the very best, even if you blame his scouting group, his coaching staff, at the very best, he's below average. That's that's being gracious, giving him lots of mercy. And at the very worst, he is very, very bad at drafting. So I just went on a rampage. Sorry about no, that. No, that was great, man. Um, yeah, the the article was genius. It, it really broke it down. And, you know, it really put a lot of things into perspective. It, things that maybe we rant about, we we saw, but we didn't, we couldn't articulate it. And this guy did a great job. Again, we posted it on social media. So if you want to see it, go for it and uh, read it. I highly suggest you read it. Uh, even if you're a Ryan Pace fan, um, read this article because, man, I just, it's eye opening to it say is. the least. It to is. To say the very least. It's, it's really hard to read that and walk away with any kind of faith that Ryan Pace is going to, to turn this around. And there is another Bud Light. And just toasted. Whoa, whoa, just whoa, 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 whoa. We don't, we don't, we're not going to say names until we get sponsorships okay, here. That's, that may that's, or may not have been a Bud Light. And that may or may not have been a blue can also. Well, now, come on. Now, you're killing us. All right. Here, we're trying to get sponsorships, and you're over here saying, it, listen, ignore him. He's drunk. He's not, but ignore him anyway. We 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 also we we are a big fan of Miller. We are a big fan of Paps or any other contributor that would like to jump in on the stream. Please message us at that uh, is, that is thirty four to glory at gmail We are a big fan of beer all the way around. All the way around. All right. On um, that. On that. So note. we're we're gonna take a little bit of a break here, and uh, if we get another call, we'll be back and we'll go through them and. Uh, then uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll sit here and we'll discuss. Uh, I don't want to ask you too many questions right now. I want to, we'll go over that here in a little bit and uh, ask you how you feel the season's gone, where, you know, we kind of already hinted on that. Um, let's. We're going to talk a future. We're going to talk future. We're going to talk about where we see this team going and uh, what it's going to do. So uh, we'll be back. For us, it'll be time. For you guys, it will be literally like nothing happened at all because we will have edited this. So we'll see you in a blink. We'll be there. Bye-bye. All right, we're back. Uh, listen, we haven't had any phone calls, so we're just going to wrap this up. Uh, we might get a phone call later. We will take it. Um as far as this season's gone, we know where we stand. I've already gotten your viewpoints. Everyone's heard mine. Let's focus in more on 
the future. Where do you see... I know this is early, but where do you see us finishing next year? And kind of what do you see happening in the overall season? I know I'm asking you to predict the future, but it's always interesting to... Uh, to get people's perspectives on this. So what do you think? With Trubitsky as our quarterback, I predict seven wins and nine losses at this point. Wow, right. that's a lot of wins. Yep. Why? Um, why? I, I'm only very confused only, on only, that. Only because we've got a pretty good defense, and I think our defense is going to... Wait, hold on. I'm, I'm, I know that that's your take and everything, and that's fine, but... Why seven? Where, where? I I just I'm I'm very you you're that high on seven. I I am because I think our defense had a great regression in terms of takeaways. The year before we were twelve and four, we had twenty six takeaways. We fell way below that average. No. I think we come back to the median. I think some of those takeaways. No defense win don't wins games though. Can we, 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 defense does not win championships. That saying is old, dead, and buried. And I don't think it's going to win us games. I think you can't just sit back there and rely on your defense. I really don't. I, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I think there will be more takeaways, which will result in wins with closer games, and we'll go seven and nine. Still I think we're, I think, still a losing season. I think, I think we're lucky to hit four wins. I think we're lucky to hit four wins. I think you're way too high on the fact that we have a good defense. I really am. I think there's no way in hell. With a healthy Matthew Stafford coming back, you think. I mean, I'm being dead serious. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. see I, I don't see. I'm trying to get your optimism yeah. and I don't see it. I don't I don't get it. I don't understand it because I think that now they have more film on Trubisky. They have things that it's Man, where do we get production from on that offense? Uh, right now, I have zero faith in that offense. I know, but you need offense to win. Like, you can't, like, we got to put up some points, man. Overall, we had another great defense this year. We still didn't get it done. I'm worried. I'm very, very, very worried. I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see seven wins at all. I won I, I'm waiting for the odds to come out. I will bet against us and I'm practical. I, I you know, if people want to ride my ass and you want to get pissed off at me, you know the number. Call in. I don't understand seven's too high. I'm just gonna be honest. Seven's way too high. I love your optimism. I'm not trying to put you down. I'm just that I can't no, I, I can't get on board with seven. I, I get it, son. You have hey, listen, you have every right to your opinion. You have every right to it. I, I just believe... I just think you're in an older time where you you still think defense wins championships, don't you? <laughs> I'm just... You're laughing because it's the most ridiculous saying ever created, man. It honestly is in the aspect of they don't. And history has proven that they don't. And uh, people continue to say that saying. And you know what's great? Like if the 85 Bears do it or the, what was it, the 01 Ravens do it, they're like, told you. Told you they win championships. It's like, no. Did we not just see Patrick Mahomes light it up? Like, listen, here's the thing with Patrick Mahomes. I want to hit, uh, talk about I, this for a second. You're, you're in love with him. Admit it. You've got a man crush on, I, no, on Patrick. I, I, well, I like him, but I'm, I want to talk about 
when a quarterback plays the position and he has a poor game statistically, that doesn't mean shit. Because Patrick Mahomes came out there and he made throws that you see Aaron Rodgers make, Breeze make, Brady make. You see all of those throws. This is another cheesy line. The it factor, I think that's a real thing and he has it. Oh, I believe in that. You don't want him to have the ball at the end. Travis Kelsey caught that ball and was pumped. We don't have that. No, I, I listen, I firmly believe in the it factor. There have been players in the NFL that have had the it factor, and they have been incredible. But does it confuse you when you look at the setup of the Kansas City Chiefs, and we're supposed to be mere images of one another, and we're not? We're not close. We're not anything. We're no. not close. We are not even a we, we can't. What are we? We don't have an identity. Well, listen, comparing Patrick Mahomes to Trubisky is like comparing. I'm not. A I'm not. I'm, no, no, steak no, with you a did McDonald's not. No, no, you did not listen to the damn question. I said, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut you off there because you keep going into this. I said, why do we compare? What do we see? We are not mere images. But yet everyone compares it because where Nagy came from. My question to you was, where do you see the comparison? I listen. Like like I, people go, you okay, know what I'll I mean? Yeah, like, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Okay, I'll tell you. For, for instance, okay, let's go through the you you know you know what you answer the question first, then I want to do something. So where where I saw it in Nagy's first year, not so much in no, his no, second no, year. No, I don't want to talk about the first year. I'm talking about now. Okay. I don't want to talk about then. I want to talk about now. I don't see it much the second year. Okay, and let's go over this. Tight end, Travis Kelsey, us, absolutely fucking no one. <laughs> offensive line. We what who's our who's our best offensive lineman? Everyone knows it's white hair. Yeah. It is. And he's a hell of a player. And then do you, can you name another one outside of that? I mean, we can because we're Bears fans, but Bobby Massey? Come on, man. Bobby Massey wouldn't even play for a lot of teams. Exactly. You know, to be honest with you. Well, that's what I'm saying. So let's keep mirroring. Run game. We don't have one. It's non-existent. The only reason they are doing what they are doing is because Mahomes can pass. We've already covered that. Okay. Quarterback, covered. Wide receiver. Now, what wide receiver? We have a better, in my opinion, and I'm not being biased. We have a better wide receiver crew. We have a better group. Tyreek Hill is good, okay? He's probably better than anyone we have on our wide receiver staff. Not saying that. Can we talk about Sammy Watkins? He ain't good. No, Sammy. Listen, Sammy Watkins is terrible. Anybody who believes that Sammy Watkins is good has not watched even a handful of the Kansas City Chief games. He is bad. But he's gone. But you know what's funny, though? He goes around the league, and then he puts up good numbers, and it's to Mahomes. It's Mahomes. Look at Randall Cobb. He did it against us all the time. Why? Rodgers. That's not... A quarterback can make a wide receiver. Almost sometimes as a great wide receiver can make a quarterback. Very rare. It does happen. My point to you is... We draw all these comparisons to us and the Kansas City Chiefs. And it's non-existent. And we need to move on. 
That's why I got so heated at you earlier because I was like, no, I don't want to do this Mahomes thing. We keep doing that. Let's compare the staff itself. We don't have it. No, the I, only I, the, I agree with that. And the I on, agree with that. And the only thing we have is right to the Super Bowl champs who we played and got our butts kicked is defense. We have a better defense. We are letting a defense rot away. We are in a full rebuild year. This is like, why do we always get great pass rushers and shit the bed? We did the same damn thing with Peppers. Yeah, that was a Peppers was probably the biggest waste of talent that we ever had as a defensive end on our team. Then we ship him off to Green Bay where he keeps playing. Yeah, then I he know goes it. back to Carolina and he still played. I know it. Well, listen, you can, well, can real I, quick, go ahead. Sorry. Well, can I ask you this? Because this this fits with what we're talking about the defense right now. What do you what do you think we need to do with Floyd? Well, he let's had, hold on. Let's rewind the clock. I don't want to talk about that right now. I don't want to talk about that yet. Great question. We'll fade back to it. What I was gonna say is, damn it, I totally forgot now. That's why I was trying to cut you off and I was trying to go back. I don't Well what were we talking about? We were talking about how offense, how how we're no longer in the Andy Reid kind of system. No, and, we're in the Andy Reid system. We don't have personnel to match. Right, right. So, no, no, Peppers. Okay, that's peppers. it. That's what we were talking about. This is what we need to get over. This is what GMs, this is what the whole fucking league needs to get over. Because I'm sick of this. I am dead sick of this. Age is only a number. If the player can produce, you keep the player on the team. You don't have to sign him to a bunch of money, but you damn well should. You should sign him to like a two-year deal and make it, you know, have something. Because let me tell you something. When you draft a player and he comes out of college, he can suck. He can very well just suck. So what's the difference? You tell me because I don't get it. No, I, I'm in agreement with that. No, I, I, I am too, but I'm tired of it. I'm tired of us getting rid of talent because they're old. I am so sick of it. Okay, this goes back to a discussion you and I had the other day over the phone. I think that Ryan Pace believes that he is so smart that he can get ahead of the curve, and part of getting ahead of the curve is predicting future talent, which... By the way, if you listen to the earlier part of the show, but has is proven pace wrong but statistically. If you, but if you can produce, you should be on the team. Age absolutely, not, but age should not matter. Why does it matter? And it's not the Bears; it's around the league. We get rid of Peppers; he still continues to tear it up for another five to six years. I I, I don't know how long exactly. Look it up. But the fact that we keep getting rid of players, giving them to rivals, people that can produce. Greg Olson's a great example of that, by the way. No, that's not a great example. No. Greg, Greg Olson. No, no, no. Greg no, no, Olson. No. That's a tar I'm, can... I'm sorry. That's a bad example. We traded him away when he was in his prime. He was youthful. We look, did how not... look how long he's played. You're not, you're not seeing the point. We get rid Peppers was older. We get rid of him because of age. We did not get rid of Olson because of age. We got rid of Olsen because of Jerry Angelo had a stick up his ass about him. That's why we got rid of Olsen. We didn't get rid of... No, see, I'm talking like we get rid of players, people in the league. Like Chris Long even said he could play more. He could play longer, but he's 34. And they say, oh, you're too old. You're a tight end. You don't got nothing left in the tank. 
bullshit. So because then we can't find people. And that's where it comes back to your question about Floyd. That's where this all turns around. Because if Floyd was an old man, his ass would be gone. But because he's not, we continue, and his production sucks. Yeah. So I, I think you bring up a good point, and that is you're basically saying that this is a league of ageism. It, yes. It, it's, it's a league that basically cornholes you into a certain area of age or a certain range of age, and once you hit that age group, you're done. Why? Why? If someone tells you right now, hey, you can get Julius Peppers, this kid's going to play till he's 37 at a high rate, you're still not going to believe it. Not not you, GMs. No, no I, know. GMs. I know what you're saying. I don't understand. They want to get rid of contracts. They want to move players on and stuff. Why not have play a player until you see, okay, now he doesn't have it. Now he's done. Now we can move on. Well, but they get scared because they see a player tear it up at an older age, and they go, oh. Well, uh-oh. he may not have that many years left. Yeah, they're already counting the clock. It's stupid. Focus. Focus on other things. Because right now we have a young player in Floyd who can't get the hell off the ball. He can't get off the ball very well. He's not getting to the tackle. And Mac is getting destroyed. Mac's production numbers were down. Why? Why? We've talked about this. We know why. I mean, it's it's easy if you don't you for 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 ends to be effective in the NFL. Everyone in the world knows that you've got to have two good ends or or a middle. Yeah, or, or someone up the middle. Or you got to have someone putting pressure up the middle. And at, it did not. It, it hurt us so, with Akeem. So, so who? Akeem yeah, hurt us exactly. Not have, him. Not him personally. No. His injury hurt us. Yes, his injury absolutely killed. Him. Listen, I want to tell you right here and now that this is the truth. Akeem Hicks is one of the most undervalued people in the entire NFL, and I'll stand by that with anyone. One of the most undervalued players in the entire NFL. You're not going to get an argument from me on that one. Hell no. No. I mean, mean, when he's in there, our team is a different team. I don't, I, I just, I I know I went on that rant and it's just, I I believe in a good back. I, I don't believe in this horse shit of, you can just have backs come in and out and they're interchangeable. It just doesn't work like that. The only reason Look, the most valuable piece of the puzzle is the quarterback. We all know this. Okay? So yeah. when you don't have a quarterback, guys, you know, come on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else to say. I, I get worked up. I don't like the comparisons. I think our coaching staff is a fucking joke. A joke of a staff. Let me ask this then. Do you still believe in Nagy? No. No, I don't. Why? Because he's letting Pace control him. Because he's scared. He's fearful of his job, and it's, it's, it's relevant. Maybe you need to make a stand, buddy, because guess what? When he gets canned, because I do believe if Pace has a bad year, he's gone. There's no doubt in my mind. You're telling... What do you think? Oh, absolutely. I, I, they're, I, not, they're not going to hold him. No. No, they're not. No, they're not. This is why Pace... See, if we really could see through the lens that they're looking at things... They've got to be seeing that, you know, Pace has tied his wagon to this star, and this star is burning out. It's going down like a comet, 
and paste. This is an act of desperation. I want to be clear. It's an absolute act of desperation. Okay, hold on. That's a good point, and that scares me. And I, before I lose my thought, is he going to... You're saying act of desperation, and I'm agreeing. I want to get that clear. I want to get that across. Does he do something desperate in this offseason? Does he do a move that we that puts us in the hole like well long after he's gone? Because... Bill O'Brien's doing a hell of a job doing that for Houston. Mm -hmm. He's a win now, fuck the team, throw everything away mentality. Is that is that is that happening here? I, Tyler, I fear that. I absolutely fear that. Yeah, that was. I'm speechless. I don't know what yeah. to say. No, I I really fear that something like that could truly really happen. And if it does, what's it do to our team? Uh, I think it destroys us. I think we're in a rebuilding. Let's just do this now. Yeah. Uh, futures. Yeah. Uh, you already said, I'm just going to say, I think we're in a rebuilding. Guys, I don't think we're getting back to the playoffs anytime soon. No. I think Trubisky's going to go down as a giant bust. I think Pace needs to be fired immediately. Uh, realistically, I think as an organization, you fire him halfway through the season. Because my fear is he's going to lock up Trubisky. He's going to sign that fifth-year deal. And then it's like, okay, we have him on the books, and then the GM's gone and Nagy's gone. Nagy needs to do something. Nagy needs to grow a pair of cojones. Because, look, if we don't sign a competition for him, and if we don't sign someone to... We need something, man. Like, what I'm trying to say is there's no competition. We're not putting in Daniel. We're not doing anything. What, what are we doing? Are we just chilling? It's more of the same. It, You know, that's the, that's the definition of insanity, right? Is you continue to do the same old thing that you always did when you lost, and now you continue to dedicate to the same old thing for I the next year? I hope to God we don't move up in the draft for something. We don't have picks anyway. We've got a second round pick, right? Yeah, but I'm talking. Could you see? I could see Pace going. Hey, oh please, we'll Lord. give you my second and my first no. next year to move up in the draft. Oh, I I cannot tell you how I don't want to see that. You know what Ryan Pace is? Ryan Pace is that friend you have that gets drunk and you don't want him around a party, like where you where you don't because you don't know what he's gonna do. No, he because. Every year in the draft, that's Ryan Pace. You're like, oh, God, what's he going to do? No, he's he's the friend at the party that grabs the stick and tries to go out into the yard to show you where the water vein is at with his stick. That's Ryan Pace. I don't. What the <laughs> hell was that? My, my analogy was so much better. Water main? Yes. I, I'm saying this guy, this guy is basically trying to use magic as a way of Figuring out what the heck is happening you're with just, him. You're just digging that hole deeper. No one. What are you? What, what parties do you go to? Where there's a what, guy out in a stick with a water. Let me show you the water, boys. You're like, okay, that guy knows hey, what he's doing. Hey, go down to the deep south, buddy. You'll find a lot of parties like that. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of those parties. If anyone grabs a stick and says, "Hey, I'm gonna go show you where there's water," I'm gonna say, "Nope, I'm leaving." That's my cue. 
<laughs> well, you're going to miss a good water party. <laughs> and the hole is now, he is now putting dirt on himself as he lays in this hole. Look, that's a good note to end on. <laughs> we had a hell of a season. We did. We had a great time. Um, we enjoyed ourselves. We had a great time putting this together for people. Um, like I said, we're trying to grow this thing. We're trying to get this thing big, and uh, it takes time. It takes time. Um, big shout-out to all the people who came on. Big shout-out for Curtis, man. Uh, you really came through this podcast and really helped us out, so... You know, really appreciate it, and just we love every, you, Curtis. Yeah, and and everyone else, everyone else who's who's, uh, who's called in, Nate, Nate uh, Matt, Matt. Um, all all of those people who have have at least uh, taken a little bit of time out in their day to share what they how they feel about the Bears. We appreciate you. So we normally don't do this, but I'm gonna say it. Uh, please try to rate, subscribe to the podcast in iTunes. But more importantly, if you don't even want to do that, because I understand I don't do it all the time, uh, just tell a friend who's a Bears fan. Uh, tell them about the show. Have them call in. Have them give opinions. Because the more people we can get on board, the more we can all pick each other's brains, and the more we can all cry together. So hopefully there's not too much crying, but... It is what it is. So, well, the bottom line is we want to build a community, and this is the way we're trying to build a community of Bears fans where we can listen to what you have to say and we can throw our ideas out there for you. And, um, and, and for us, that's fun. That's so, how we, that's how we enjoy. So, we'll be back next year unless any big breaking news trades, something crazy happens, or Pace becomes an idiot again. We'll be on, and uh, we'll talk about it. Uh, if you did not get through today, for some unknown reason, this could not work for you. Again, we are committed to you. If you have stuff to say, you know, text us. Get a hold of us on social media. Um, DM us. Whatever you need to do, do it. Set up a time. Everything's in the link. If you're listening to this, you'll definitely know. It's all on social media. 34 to glory. You'll know how to get a hold of us. Uh, but that's it for this season. Uh, we just like to say thank you to everyone who listens, everyone who participated. It just, it's been, it's been great. I mean, to get people to call in and just have conversations about a team we both love and we've loved our whole lives. So it's the best. We just want to say thank you for an incredible season. Absolutely. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll continue to watch the bears. And uh, remember, it's always a good time when you bear down.